This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hola, hola. Welcome to the Bruja Broadcast. This is Dion. And Sasha. Join us today as we serve up some Brujeria Latina with a side of astrology and herbology bundled with some stories and sass. Hola, hola. Hola, hola. <laughs> How are you doing? I am good. How about you? I am also doing good. I am ready to get through these holidays. Oh. Yes. My my holidays are going to be chill. I I got... I did my family holiday thing over Thanksgiving. Yeah. Where we traveled, saw the family. So this holidays is just me and my little, you know, my kids and my husband. So it's going to be chill. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm hoping um, for chill, but my little sister's moving in like the week after <laughs> Christmas. So, <laughs> so I got to get, I got to get some stuff ready. You got to do some warding and yes. some sigil drying <laughs> and some house blessings. Definitely some cleaning. Definitely some cleaning, making some space and stuff. So I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. But uh, yeah, it's a lot for like end of the year transition. Oh yeah. But also a cool way to start 2024 definitely okay all right let's talk about some brujain some brujain um so today for me so we're recording this on the 9th which to me Mm -hmm. this is a day that i will go to the botanica specifically one that has like a room devoted to la santa muerte and i'll bring flowers and tequila or one or the other or whatever or i buy a candle from the shop and light it there um so that is something that i will be doing today just kind of for i don't know like yeah, because good good stuff in the next month. Like this is kind of my monthly thing, right? Because it's the day of your Santa Patron, right? Si. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Oh, cool. That's very nice. How about you? Well, I've had a week. <laughs> I've had a semester. Middle school has been rough. Oh. Um, so this week I did some angry working. <laughs> in lieu of protection of my son because uh he just had some situations at school Mm -hmm. and you know the first it happened the first things happened last week and I was just like chill and I just told him hey you know just keep your distance forget about it you know whatever Mm -hmm. and things escalated Mm -hmm. and I was like "Mm -mm, no bullshit (laughs) And so I did some work in like, you know, like Luis says, he said, oh, the witch really came out. He was like, okay. And so I, you know, I let the bruja loose. And you dealt with like, it? Oh, I mean, kids are getting slapped. Kids are getting detention. Kids are getting expelled. All because, <laughs> I'm not saying it's because of what I did, but I mean, it's because, obviously it's what, because of what they did, but the workings helped. Right. And, um, and my son comes home and he's like, 
so-and-so got expelled. So-and-so got slapped. So-and-so was clearing. I was like, sorry. Originally, I didn't do anything because I'm like, they're just kids. It's not my problem, whatever. And I told my son, you just distance yourself. You just behave, you know? Yeah. But then they kept at it. I'm like, okay. Well, lessons were learned. Yeah. Oh, well, good job. Nice work. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, it hasn't all ended. Well, I hope it ended. Yeah. I I hope it ended. Middle school is tough. That sounds awful. Middle school has been hard. Uh, yeah. It's been horrible. And I just go, and then for my family, I'm like, you all remember when I was dragging you around to see schools last year and you didn't want to listen to me? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yep. Freaking learn to learn. When are they going to learn? When are they going to learn? When are you going to learn to listen to your mother? Exactly. No. Bruja mother. Not just a regular yes. mother. Yes. But no, they don't want to listen to me. Mm-hmm. So they go ahead. Oh. Well, good. So that's it. Good. So, but yeah, I was like, okay. And it's like I told my kid, I'm like, hey, I'm I'm going to always protect you as long as you communicate with me and tell me the truth. You know? Right, 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 right. That's all you need. So. And originally I wasn't going to do anything because I'm like, you go figure out your shit and you do your things, you know. But when somebody's being an asshole just because they're being an asshole. And, and originally also I was like, you know, like like I told them, I didn't want to do anything because, you know, kids usually act out because they come from bad places, you know. Yeah. And I didn't want to be an asshole. But, you know, when it goes against like my kids' emotional state and it goes on the record and all yep. that kind of thing, I'm like, mm yeah nope and obviously it all well just in case it all worked <laughs> and I'm my glad. son was like my kid's like wow that's crazy it worked and i'm like oh duh not crazy <laughs> not crazy you've been here the whole time yeah but, you should have known yeah <laughs> yeah but the way they they the way they speak you know um preteen speak that's crazy yeah <laughs> you're just like <laughs> yep <laughs> And it was like, oof. so yeah, so I was very happy Good. the way that, you know, that that worked out in that sense. And I'm like, okay. Yes. I'm glad. Bruhain works. <laughs> Bruhain definitely works. It definitely works. All right. Speaking of which, we're back yes. this week to talk about uh, just like. We haven't, uh, we'll have to figure out a good title for this episode. And yeah. I'll let your Gemini mind come up with something, you know, you. but yes, <laughs> I'm no pressure. It'll have like half an hour. It snaps. <laughs> It'll snap in there. It happens. Yeah. But because I said witch hygiene, but I don't know if that's like a good title, but it's just like anything that has to do with like, what do we do after, you know, like at disposal of, of, of spells, cleansing our rituals, um, tools um how do we keep our spaces clean when do we know that it's time to like change our altar spaces and that right. kind of thing so that's that's what basically what we're going to be talking about today it's like keeping it keeping it tidy you know which is like hygiene i think we've spoken about this before but a little bit more um like together person, personal for our bodies and not so much for our spaces that we're working 
Yeah, I think we had it. Um, we had another episode that was with hygiene. It was the sleep hygiene one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, and we've spoken of a couple of the things that we're going to speak about today, but in different episodes, like um, separated. You know, like when we talked about like fire, we talked about some a couple of things, but today we're putting it together, like purposefully talking about like what are we doing um just basically with our tools and keeping our tools together and like how we procure them and how do we keep them in good state and all that yeah and then are we did you want to touch as well like on what we're doing with like the aftermath of like our waxes Mm -hmm. and our salt okay perfect yeah yep okay so let's get started what do you want to get started with um the disposal of spells first yeah let's do it okay so i think that when we when we think of the disposal of spells we have to go all the way to the beginning so that means that when we're actually thinking of disposing a spell we have to think of when we're purchasing our materials okay so particularly if you know that you're going to be if you know you're going to be disposing of a spell in a public space or that it requires you to dispose of it in like nature right because if, mm-hmm. if, if you're just doing something like a, if you're just doing a candle magic and you're doing it at your home and in the end you're going to end up just like throwing it away like in your house right mm-hmm. and it doesn't require you to do anything with it and we'll talk about that in a minute then it doesn't really matter as much what type of wax you've used or anything. Okay. But if you're doing something that the spell requires you to, for example, leave it at a crossroads or the spell requires you to leave it in a running stream of water mm-hmm. or the spell requires you to go and bury it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you should be considering that from the get go when you're looking at the materials that you're going to use when, before you start the spell. Definitely. Okay. So that's what I'm thinking of. So we have to, we, we have to plan the whole thing and we, and we know what we're going to be doing. We're looking at, we're not just like, yes, we there's some things that we add on a gut instinct, like, oh, I'm going to add this element or I'm going to add this color or I'm going to add this spice. Right. But in general, we do plan our spells. Right. Right. So when you're looking at the spell as a total, then you're looking, you know what you're going to end up doing with it. And there's some things that you were planning sometimes for weeks, right? Right. So as you're planning, as you're looking at it, then you have to say, oh, I need to do, I'm going to end up leaving this somewhere. I'm going to end up burying this somewhere. I'm going to put this at a crossroads. I'm going to throow this in the ocean, or I'm going to throw this in the stream. Mm-hmm. Then you have, it's your responsibility to make sure that this has the least impact as possible and that it is biodegradable or that it doesn't harm the um, wildlife or mm-hmm. that you know it it doesn't ruin the place where you're going to be leaving it yes so that means that you backtrack and you choose ingredients that can do that mm-hmm. so i think that's the the first thing in the spouse okay and then, um, cause I see, I've seen people hold, you know, do a spell and they're, they leave like whole bottles of, you know, like the whole bottle and the plastic wrapping, or they just buy like the, 
I've, I've seen it out in like in the woods and you see the whole bottle and like in the plastic bag, like the, the Walmart bag with the whole bottle of rum or whatever. And, the, the, and they leave it as an offering and they oh. left it out of the forest, you know? Okay. And then that's obviously not nope. the best yep. <laughs> way or intention of leaving a good offering, you know? And I don't think that the spirits or the gods are going to be happy with that offering. Right. You know? So, you know, they would probably be much happier with a, a, a sugar water poured directly into, you know, the, the tree trunks. Right. Than they would be with, you know, a whole bottle that that's not even open and inside the plastic and, you know. Yeah. It, it might have cost a person more money, but it's definitely not going to be useful for anybody. And it's not biodegradable or anything, you know. So. Right. That, so it's your responsibility to make sure that everything is as it's the least impactful as possible if you're going to be leaving it out in nature mm -hmm. and so i agree which is when which is why when people are working or doing um ritual work outside it's usually best to do ritual work with the same objects that they can find outside yeah yeah and that's why lots of nature which is use what they can they, they don't bring their stuff unless it's something little you know mm -hmm. but they usually use what they find right there in the forest yeah whatever they're foraging that's going to be there they're for that's what they're yeah. going to be using and they're they're not bringing like a bunch of tools or anything like that yeah you know they're they're using what they can find so that's the first thing and then, then like if you're going to leave it at a crossroads or anything like that they're just making sure that it's like biodegradable and that you're using the least impactful so i think that's the first thing um and that in, that means like everything like the glitter for example there are glit there are glitters that are like you know you can use like um the the food the paper one the paper yeah you can use the the food one it's like paper one right that's made out of paper oh i don't know I what think. it's made out of but i know you can eat it so yeah i don't oh, know there's that's a good one the food one yeah yeah but instead of using like the the diamond one the you know there's there's ones that are basically yeah, biodegradable. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's I think that's the most important thing. So when you're just when you're gonna leave anything outside, just make sure that as you're planning that you make sure that it leaves the least impact possible and mm -hmm. that it's biodegradable. Then if you're not doing that and you're just gonna be using it like in your home, then the disposable of uh, spells, and you're just gonna put it in your like compost or you're gonna put it in your in your, your trash you you can have a little bit more of a a break i guess you know it can be you can be more lenient and um like if you're just using a regular like um you know salt in your house and a, and and a and a and a, vela, and a candle you can ju just use anything and then the important thing is to make sure that when you're tossing or when you're finished with the spell and you've done it and you've finished with it you've finished working with it and you decide to dispose of it first salt don't throw it outside because it, it ruins the ph of the earth yes okay? which is one of the reasons that we don't salt the perimeter of the house and we recommend using eggshells mm -hmm. when using the egg cascarilla okay um you can like if you all you have is cement then you can like you can salt like that's why we recommend you can salt your doors you can salt your windows mm -hmm. 
but for like actual like earth ground dirt we recommend a cascarilla yeah. right so that she don't ruin like the the plants and the bushes and so forth um but inside the house like when you're disposing of spells and remains of like wax and so forth if you're done with it i usually i don't know what you say and you can share with us in a sec but i usually just say you know the spell has um, been completed thank you for your work yes what do you say um i always think it, it de- kind of it depends on the spell and what i'm trying to do um so like if the work is over or let's say like because everything lasts a long time so if i know like the energy is going to be still c- carrying on even though like i was working on my main altar so i'm taking that space and moving it i'm going to do something else new I thank it for whatever energy is still going on and working. Um, and then and then I will release it. If it's over, then I say, this is now released. Thank you so much for, you know, doing what needed to be done. When you release it, okay, so like if it's, when you release it, is it like completed and you don't expect it to do anything else? versus because that's interesting I, I haven't ever like released anything i've done i only like it's done like i've finished and it's gone and that would be interesting for me like something that's done versus released what would you so like when i had um a loved one who was who was injured and sick in the hospital and so mm-hmm. i did some like health ritual kind of stuff just to make sure they were okay and so when like that candle was done and that and once they were back home then i was like thank you for working i release you before i move removed anything for my altar and because it did was you throw it away or did you just move it to like a lo- lesser space um the candle the the can the jar candle i saved because i wanted to read it um and then the herbs and stuff i did uh put into the compost and I just, it's in, for me, that's like where my big, like gratitude comes in. My person was out of the hospital and doing well. And so I cleaned up the herbs, thank them very much for their working, released it. Okay. Yeah. I wonder, now I'll have to play with that because for me, I like, I, I hang on to them until it's like <laughs> oh, okay. all done. I hang on to them until it's all more, until it's all done. And then, so I've never done like the release. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to play with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause I hang on to them. Sometimes it's like, I'm not letting you go until you're done, done. <laughs> well, even like at work. So like tonight I'll go in um, and I'll light uh, ex- like usually three candles that are sitting like in front of me. And at the end of the night, when I'm um, I don't blow them out. I put them out with my finger and I'm thank you so much for working with me tonight. Thank you so much for working with me tonight. And that's kind of my release for that money energy I was calling in during my shift. Right. Okay. And then, so yeah. And then herbs and what else do you throw into the compost? Um, uh, it, I mean, well, I egg if I need to, I flush egg too, but I'll put the shell in the compost. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've flushed it eggshell as well but yeah herbs any plants i've used um i'll do think, f- um, food offerings yeah de- oh, oh yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. uh and yeah. flowers mm-hmm. yeah yeah so those will be into the compost i'll do the food offerings because i do i do um food offerings 
daily basically not, okay not, oh yeah, yeah do, that's right. i do beverage offerings on a daily basis and then food offerings a couple every couple like at least once or twice a week okay um and so those will go into the compost and then the, the beverages i'll just um throw them you know down the sink nice. and then okay so i think that's pretty clear about the disposal of spells and then question if yeah what do you do for like um when it's like a freezer spell when you're taking someone out or like if you've done let uh, oh like a shut your mouth spell do you get rid of it off property okay so freezer spells i don't but they just oh yeah you there. just hoard them in your freezer that's right i forgot <laughs> we talked about this i don't they just live there gotcha i mean i don't freeze a lot of people i'll be honest i don't it's not like yeah hey, you bugged me and you freeze them i, I don't right. freeze a lot of people um i did just add somebody to the freezer this week though and then <laughs> so yeah so i just added one person this week to the freezer so they're in my but i i, I don't have a lot of people like less than a dozen so uh, there's okay. not a lot of people you know um less, less than 10 i'd say so that's not a lot of people right I that's mean, I know not people, a lot that's not a lot not a lot of people i know people that get pissed off with everybody and they're like freezer, oh, freezer, freezer. 100 you know? um so their whole really. high school yearbooks in the freezer so shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not a lot of people considering I'm, I'm about to hit five decades that's not a lot of people okay and then um so freezer i just let them live there you know it's like because i figured like if i thaw them out they're gonna thaw out you yeah. know and i don't need to thaw them out i'm just like yeah i froze you why do no. i want to thaw you out stay no. gone mm-hmm. okay <laughs> yeah um <laughs> sh- shut your mouth um it's i i use it the same as i use other spells so i shut their mouth and i did the spell and then i got i i basically buried it um so that's going to be decaying and yeah and gone so so are you offering on property for something when you're doing like kind of a guest I, it's work? on it's okay. on property yeah because i'm i'm bare, i'm keeping them there <laughs> okay i'm oh. keeping them shut up you know it's like you're dead people you you know you don't want the cops finding them and somebody like their dog you know and burying them or something better like to that. keep your Enemies, yeah, closer. enemies close i just I got taught you. Them all that phrase this week <laughs> i got you oh nice <laughs> i taught him that phrase this week i'm like you keep your enemies close and your yeah you keep your friends close and your enemies closer yeah yeah on property okay i keep them on property um in the back right because not in the front because you're not bringing you don't want to call it in yep it's in the back like forgotten excellent and like in a corner, like ugh. so, like, yeah, like sort of like the the sewer, you know. What if you move? If I move, I put like rat poison on top of it. Oh, yeah. So it's sort of like um, okay. So you know the the you know the spell like to cross things out. So there's a spell to like cross things out, so like people don't look at it or think people are not interested in things. Oh, so like people can't see it or just like they're like eh, like not they can see it but they're not like interested in it or they don't like they feel like ick to it okay so you do like an ick to that area that's neat that's really yeah. cool so you ick that area with Excellent. like wrap with rat poison kind of i thing. like that 
Yeah. All so, right. Yeah. And they'll be like, yeah, yeah. Then I don't know. That corner in the in the backyard is sort of ick. I don't know. And that, and so they'll be like, ick. So with your glitter pumpkins, is that just compost material? N- no, because okay. um, those are those those are those have to go back to um part of the do they have to go back to either a wadding stream of water okay or to a tree oh okay yeah so they they do disintegrate so that's one of those things that you have to think ahead right Mm -hmm. that you're supposed to so the glitter has to be food um, glitter food glitter yeah okay minor biodegradable yeah yeah yeah. okay That's a good hot tip because what we got a new moon Capricorn sometime coming up. We do on the um, getting so 20- much better. <laughs> so much better. The, on the eleventh, January eleventh is going to be the new moon in Capricorn. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. Um, All right. Yes. So yeah. So that's the disposal of spells, and then the, since we mentioned it, disposal we can bury things that you want to keep. I bury in the back things you want to keep and bury in the front things that you want to call in. I think we had mentioned that before. Yeah. And then we mentioned the ick factor. <laughs> you can just put anything toxic on top. So cool. Yeah. And then um and anything um attractive, like fragrant flowers on top to bring things in even more. Very cool. The opposite. Yeah. yeah. Um okay dispose is there anything else in the disposal of tool of spells Mm, no we talked about crossroads i think we're good okay and in crossroads just in case somebody doesn't know why that would be just to bring in more um it's and i think we we spoke about it when we spoke about abre caminos yeah in the in the episode that we spoke about abre caminos but it's basically you bring in opportunities that you do not know how they're going to come to you and so when you go to a crossroads, it's four different or five different paths. And it's you're leaving it up to the universe to bring something in that you can't foresee. Yeah. And so you yeah. Okay. Um disposing by water. Talked about yeah. that. Uh and then a lot of people I like I already said, I use the toilet for things. Um mm-hmm. I will definitely flush some shit away. Yeah, take that shit away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do, yeah. And I think nothing more symbolic of like. Yep. I'm done here. The, I'm done here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, I also like it like a lot, like in that symbol of like, I'm paying somebody else to get rid of the shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. You know, it's like, no, no, I'm, yeah. I am paying to get rid of this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, service, gone. Because <laughs> I mean, yeah. And then there's always fire. The best. The best. Which you have to be super considerate of what you're using. Um, You know, always gonna, it's always going to be beneficial to use earthly things as bruja. Like, it's that's kind of what we're working with anyway. So like plastics and stuff shouldn't really so much be in or aren't as recommended, I would say. So, um, but if you are going to burn any spell work, 
you know, it, it's going to be easier to burn parchment paper. It's going to be easier to burn natural objects and items. Yeah. And obviously the fire safety. Yes. And don't do just holding it in your hand and fire, you know, use. Yes. A little clay oven a or vessel. Safe fire safety. Some sort vessel, of vessel. Something, yes. Because it gets out of control really fast. Really it does. Easily. Yes. Yeah. And have some sand available so that you can turn it off. Yes. Be prepared for some things to go wrong. Because <laughs> it goes so fast. Yes. It just goes so fast. Okay. Um, you want to go into cleansing ritual tools? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, okay. so just for cleansing, I stick very much with like the salt and, um, I mean, like smoke cleansing, fire cleansing, all that stuff, just to kind of reset the energy if you've been using, because uh, like a lot of our tools are reusable, obviously, like people have the like, athames and stuff, all of those things um, can be clean, cleansed with water, fire, air. Um, yeah. yeah, so let's go, let's do, since you mentioned the athame, let's actually do a quick recap of like the basic tools. Okay. Um. So usually, I mean, there's tons of tools, but the main ones would be that um, wand, chalice, pentagram, and athame, mm -hmm. which represent those four um, elements. Yes. Okay. And we have an episode on each one of the elements, plus a fifth one on the spirit. Um, so that on, you can go back and listen to those episodes and, <laughs> and which, you know, and all the correspondences that go over them. But so those are the the main ones and um and the important thing about those ritual tools obviously is that the first time that you get them you should consecrate well before you the, the before consecrating the first time you should cleanse them the first time you get them because yeah like we mentioned once you get them you know you have to clean like everybody who's touched them like the person that built them the um the person that delivered delivered them everything right mm -hmm. And then that's just like a general cleanse. That's not a normal cleanse. It's just like a, ooh, it, you know, I, I just got it cleanse, right? Yeah. Reset. Uh, yeah. Just a cleanse, like ooh, get the grime off them. Mm -hmm. And then we consecrate them. And the consecration is only done once. And the consecration is basically telling the tool that it's going to be a tool that's going to be used with ritualistic purposes. And it's going to be working with you. Right. So it's, um, it's a, okay, you know, you're here, you're going to be a ritualistic tool, you're going to be used for this purpose for me, and I'm a witch, and you know, we're going to be working together kind of thing, right? right. And you can do bonding um, exercises with them. There's some tools like um, Oracle decks and tarot decks, or other divination tools that you can get even get into more intricate um bonding experiences mm -hmm. with them because you're going to need to actually be able to like talk with them a little bit better but you consecrate them um and our experience is that if you consecrate them with all four elements you know with the fire the water the earth and the air even better mm -hmm. and then you charge them yes and after you charge them it's always a cycle of charging and cleansing charging and cleansing right because as you use them you need to cleanse them and as you cleanse them then you need to charge them and so forth so then it'll all be a constant cycle of charging and cleansing charging and cleansing okay 
So let's, now that we covered that, let's talk about the cleansing. Okay. So the cleansing, you mentioned the smoke and the salt. Or, uh, sorry, smoke, water. Um, salt. You so mentioned, smoke for air. So for, you want to go through the elements for air? Yes. Smoke, air, incense. So smoke, incense, yeah. Incense, yeah. For fire, candles. Fire, yeah, candle or you could do like a small fire, but anything, just make sure you're passing it through. Mm -hmm. For water. I, I mean, you can use charged water. Um, definitely want to use blessed, like water that you water. Blessed. Yeah, Florida oh yeah, water. Florida water for sure. Um, earth, salt. Salt, yeah. Yeah, you can just dip, you can um, drown them and look at them. You can um, bury them in salt. Yeah. And we talked about that. You can just bury them in like in a bowl of salt for a while and leave them there and then bring them out. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then. And what, um, just real quick, you would say you could use sand or dirt either, right? I mean, but we, use, just, yeah. we just use salt and rice. That's kind of our go. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. and and yeah we just salt is just more purifying basically yeah yeah and so and same thing with the essential oils you know you can just use the essential oils but the florida water has the essential oils so it's easier florida water so but great. yeah but essential oils you can use any of the essential oils and then you can even since the essential oils has all the flowers, which you do like at the end of the of the episodes, mm -hmm. if you want to heighten the um, correspondence, you can yes. use the essential oil of the correspondence that you want to use to heighten that correspondence to totally. that tool. Mm -hmm. So, and then for charging, same thing for the charging, you can um, you can charge it underneath the moon, or you can charge it with your own energy, or you can charge it with the essential oils again, because mm -hmm. that can also bring the um, heightened expression. You can charge it um, with crystals, mm -hmm. with a crystal grid. You can charge it how? with the sun. With the sun, yeah, solar. Yeah, mm, yeah. little pyros here. Yep. Okay, and I'm sure we're missing some right now because we're just ad living, but we've <laughs> mentioned them before. Yeah, but um, yeah. So the cleansing of the tools, basically, that is, and then obviously there's also soap and water, you know. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Obviously, there's some that can't, you know, the, the selenite and stuff that can't work with the water. Mm -hmm. So you have to know um your tools, but in general, you know. You can use soap and water lightly. You're not like dunking it into, right. but you can use the soap and water and and just like um, keep it there. And so the important thing is to, and also the water. You have to make sure that which water you're using. So if you're using just normal water, if you're using filtered water, if you're using stream water, if you're using ionized water, if you're using just water that um, tap water, if you're using water that you've purified, if you're using moon water. If you're using water that you've um, put crystals in it and you've charged, you know, yeah. so all these are extra steps that you can use. Like I use moon water usually to cleanse my effigies and my statues, you know? Okay. Like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just go like, oh, I'm going to, you know, like you've met Guanchi, right? So I wouldn't 
just go and grab a uh, towel and just water from the from, from from the sink you know yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna use like moon water and i'm gonna go you know talk to him while i wash him or whatever mm -hmm. and so and i'm gonna use um probably i'd probably use florida water a little bit you know and it, you know it's not very frequent because you know it's not a bather, but sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and there are special washes too. You could pick up at Botanica's. Like I've got a, a couple that are just for La Santa Muerte that mm -hmm. I like that are like floor washes or that you can right. use for, yeah. Anything. So you just, um, and there's also some that are specific. Yeah. I've seen some for like Medusa and stuff like that mm -hmm. that are made, but when you look at them, they're basically made with um, the essential oils that mm -hmm. are associated with that um saint or that um effigy or that um goddess you yeah. know so it's that that's basically what we're doing there um going into that i think that it's also important that um when when we look at when are we actually cleansing these ritual tools oh, so yeah. when are we doing it we're doing it before we use them i saw i think that we should be before we use them like if we're going to be using okay so like if i use something obviously after whenever i'm gonna like if i'm if i'm using if i did, just did a spell or whatever afterwards i'm using it completely i'm cleansing them completely making sure that they're completely clean right mm -hmm. so then the next time that i'm going to use them before doing something I know they're clean because I cleaned everything. So I don't need to do like a super deep clean, but I might like, you know, a light something. Yeah. You know, so there's a cleanse. There's like a deep cleaning after using the instruments. And then there's a, like a light, like, you know, like, like it's like your China, right? That, although people nowadays don't really use China, but. You know, it's like your china, right? Like you use it for special dinners or whatever. Right. So if you had like, let's say like a, a, a special dinner, when you're bringing this out of the out of the pantry or out of what is those fancy chess called? The china couriers? cabinets. China cabinets. Okay. Yeah. So the china cabinets, you're bringing it out. You're like using, like you're dusting them off, right? Right, right, they right. haven't been used in a while. Yeah. So you're dusting them off. They're, they're clean. You're not going to do like a wash them, but you're dusting them off. Right. And then you're setting the table. Uh-huh. And then people are coming and they're eating. And then you're like washing them because people ate. Yeah. And then you're putting them away. Yes. So it's the same thing. So you're dusting them off. You're using them. And then you're like washing them. Yes. Same thing. Got it. Makes sense? Got it. That makes perfect sense. It's the difference between picking up and cleaning. Good. Okay. And that also brings me to the um, the special dishes, right? Uh -huh. These are special dishes. We're not mixing them with the uh, breakfast cereal dishes. That's correct. Okay? So we keep them separate from the breakfast cereal dishes. So we're not using the same plates and the same silverware that we would use for everyday wear. So some people, you don't go to your regular cabinets and use the same stuff that you use for magic that you do for your everyday stuff. Right. So like I keep all my magic stuff in my magic chest mm -hmm. <laughs> separate than I do like for my everyday kitchen stuff. Yeah. Okay. 
So although I have salt, I have salt in my kitchen and I have salt over here. Yeah. And I use cinnamon. I have cinnamon over and and hey, it might be the same Costco rock salt. And I might just buy one big bag. But when I get home, I open the bag and I put it in my fancy little nice glass thing. Mm-hmm. Some of it. And then the rest of it, I keep it in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. And then it tells it what its job is. Like, you were assigned the, to do this. In, exactly. And not only that, the one that's in, in my magic um, chest, it's in a glass vial mm-hmm. that has been smoke cleansed that I not only smoke cleansed it, I consecrated it, like you said. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, this is salt that I use with a protective nature for magic workings right and when i run out of that salt which i run out of it a lot faster than i do in the one in the kitchen for some reason hmm. then hmm, i don't wonder why <laughs> then i go and i don't i go and i put it in like you know on my middle in the middle and i bring the kid and i serve it and i think about it right and I, when i'm serving the i put it i don't serve i don't like pour directly from the bag into the in I actually serve it into a little bowl and I think about it and then I put it into the glass vial. Right? Okay. Yeah. So it's like different steps. It's not like, ah, let me just put some salt in there. There's like steps and it's like meditating on it and it doesn't go like straight in and then that's it. And I just put it away. There's like, and it's not on my altar. I put it like on a table and then the, from the table, it goes into the vial and from the vial, I let it sit. And then it goes into the, into the, um, place where i put my magical tools okay so there's like this marinating kind of thing it's like yeah very ritualistic yeah because it's got to kind of like not earn its space but kind of like fall into it and like okay yes you know yeah trans it's an alchemy kind of thing yeah i got you so we so we cleanse things after obviously after we've used them we and a little lighter before we use them um whenever somebody touches our stuff yep even if we didn't use it somebody touches our stuff we got to cleanse it yep even if it's by accident um got to remove all that juju Uh (laughs) i went saw a video i don't know i think it's it was on youtube i think and it was like it's old it was like in the 60s or 70s it was like old video like this guy that went to interview like i think it was like the the guardian witches or something and she was like showing him his altar or whatever and and he picked up her her athame i think it was and I, she you could see her like convulsing yeah <laughs> it was like <laughs> i was like yeah <laughs> i was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, what does this have? What does what power you, does this have? And she, you could feel it through the TV. <laughs> you could feel it, like, and on this video that was like from the seventies, you know that you know the quality of the video wasn't even that good or anything. Uh-huh. And you could feel this poor witch like about to die. Oh, <laughs> okay. And then, if you're using, um, like if you're a reader for like if you're a reader like a like like a tarot reader for example okay then you should have like a deck that you use with people and then like deck for yourself yes separately because it's different energies and then when you consecrated it you should have like let it know oh you're like the public deck and you're like my right. deck yeah 
Um, do you have anything else that you want to add there? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, no. Um, uh, I do. Oh, uh, so when I am doing work against, I know you do the backyard burying. Sometimes I will do a throw that stuff away on an out in an outside dumpster, like an off property dumpster. Um, I especially like to wait um, and do it on days that I know, like the night before I know trash is going to be collected because I don't even want it in the street sometimes, like I want it gone. Uh, so that's that's another method I use. Yeah, I, it seems very, um, it seems to be very crossroads, like what you're going to get kind of thing. Okay. Because it's, yeah, because it's like you're going in the dumpster and they're going to pick you up and let's see what happens to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it has that vibe to me like mine let's see what you're gonna get yeah it's coming i like it yeah, yeah. it's coming let's <laughs> see what you get squished under <laughs> yeah um not that i'm in that frame of mind this week <laughs> not picking that up at all not at all no -uh. <laughs> okay um, one more thing about like tools, um, when you're getting tools, obviously you should look at where it's coming from, who you're buying it from, um, place of providence, um, who made it. Yeah. And try to be as ethical as possible. Um, if you're, and so there's two aspects here. There's obviously the mass production, trying to avoid that as much as possible or, you know, slave trade as much as possible. Yeah. And, um, you know, you don't want two-year-olds, you know. Yep. making your your altar cloths and then um or on the other hand like if you're like buying things that are like super like high quality old historical you know things you don't want it to have like really dark pass yeah you know because so we've we've got we've got it seems to be like we teeter-totter between like oh i bought the latest five dollar junk you know uh -huh. or like oh no i got the five thousand dollar thing that would used to belong to a dark magician who cut a you know 100 throats you know yes and so i would agree with that very much yeah 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 it's like it's like dude can we not get the nice little witch who made something on etsy and it's you know just 100 bucks or something you her no. thing yeah 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 <laughs> okay so so it's like uh, uh you know uh-huh um yeah so so if it's the latter right the one that's you know try to because there's some things that are hard to clean you know there's only so much smoke can do yeah like if if it's something that would that shed blood or that you know had a lot of blood shed for it incense can only do so much yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a couple drops of rosemary oil might not be it <laughs> so i mean it's up to you but there's there's stuff that that can carry a lot of weight on it and definitely you you gotta decide um and then, then there's also the way that you decide to store things and the way that you decide to store or display things, most witches don't really display a lot of their practicing tools mm -hmm. because it's a way of protecting them, yeah. right? So normally you'll see that um, most witches tend to put their tools, the, the, the tools that they use, they'll put them away 
um, in in wood, um, even protected um, in boxes, and they'll protect those with symbols, sigils, um, gemstones, and so forth, um, and silk because those things help keep the vibrations protected. Yeah. Okay. And so those are good practices. And again, you'll want to look at where that silk came from, how it was procured, what it has. I personally, my tarot, for example, I have a little silk and somebody told me the other day, oh, you're going to have to like change it. I'm like, no, I have a little silk piece that was um, dyed by Mateo when mm-hmm. he was two years old, two and a half. He was, he stomped on it in turmeric and whatever when he was uh-huh. two, two and a half. He was, when he did that, you know, a little preschool project or whatever. He's 12 now, so it's 10 years old, you know? Yeah. And it's frayed and whatever. And that's where I have my tarot. And it's like, that's where I wrap it. And it's like, and somebody's like, you have to change that. It's all, you know? And I'm like, no, this is what I mean. <laughs> You so don't have to change it. It has a lot of love in it, but I, it is kind of, hmm. so we'll see. But yeah, um, boxes, wood boxes with the pentagram in it you know the pentagram represents the five elements or it represents the human with the head of the heart legs and arms mm-hmm. um or the five elements which we've mentioned before but it's a protective element as well you know yeah um so those just keep the vibrations and so usually we keep them stored in a chest and or in a box or something just to keep them from not gathering energy when they're out and displayed as much mm-hmm. so or if you do want them gathering energy we might keep them and this is a good way to segue into the altar on our altar because the altar is constantly um gathering energy yeah so some people keep their tools on the altar or they keep some tools on the altar the ones that they want to have receiving energy okay but the altar is another one that needs to be changed, cleansed. And, you know, some people just put everything on it and forget that they need to empty it out, clean it, put things back on it. Yeah. Okay? And um, if it's too cluttered, it clutter- it's, um, it stops the energy from flowing. So it needs to have some breathing room. Mm-hmm. Right. Some people follow strict rules for their for their altar and they they follow the the um the cardinal mm-hmm. directions mm-hmm. for the tools and for keeping the tools with the so like the atham to the to the east and the cauldron to the west and based on you know and the candles and so forth, like yeah. based on the directions. Other people don't follow that and they just go based on whatever they're, they're feeling. Other people just only put out what they're doing. Some people use, have their full deck out. Other people only have like the tarot card of the day. Right. So it just depends. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I'm not good at, are you, I'm not good at changing my deck up. I'm okay at cleaning it. Like I clean it, dusting it, washing it with Florida water mm-hmm. and stuff like that. 
but I'm not good at like changing it up. And I know lots of um, witches change it up based on the seasons of the wheel. The decks that they're using or the way that they're cleaning? The whole, the whole <clears throat> altar. They change it up like with the, oh, seat, yeah, yeah. With, the, with the wheel. And they'll change it up for, they'll change it up. Like now they would probably have it um, already changed for Yule. And yeah. then they'll change it up for in bulk. And then they'll change it up for Belton and so forth. I'm, I'm not good at that. I just like keep it thin. <laughs> I, I just try same. to clean it up with the moon and that like that's usually what I let be my guide like okay it's a full moon okay it's a new moon like and I try to clean around that because that gets me with a good habit and then if I ever fall off of that then I try to get back on with like the ninth so like okay today's the day I know that I'm going to be doing certain things at the botanica so that it, then I'll clean my altar too like if I miss the last full moon so what do you do on the full moon you clean it yeah, it's just like a way of me to kind of get on like a cleaning schedule because I will fall off so hard. So I'll be like, okay, the moon's coming up. I don't think I hit it last moon, so I'll do that. Or like today is probably, oh, no, today I won't have time. So it might be um, probably the next new or full moon because I know that I it's at least been like three weeks. So. And then when you clean it, what is it? What's cleaning for you? What's cleaning the 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 altar mean for you? Um, it means moving everything. I use that uh like the floor wash in a small like spray bottle, and I'll kind of like wipe underneath the altar cloth. I wipe all the objects down that are on the altar, and then um just kind of like replacing and resetting everything up, I guess. Okay. And then putting everything back, but then you but you don't change it up. Uh, and you no. don't change the altar cloth. No. And you don't. No, yeah, I got keep the I same. got a beautiful altar cloth from Ilda and I'm never changing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do like, I mean, if I I have like an area for Yule that I don't consider my altar that I do have a different runner cloth and the Yule logs on. So like that. That's... Yeah, you're this is the same. I have a seasonal station. Yeah. So I have like I work with the seasonal station, and yeah. so that's that's where I express the seasons, right? Yeah. So I keep. I think that's what happens in my case as well, since I have a seasonal station, and I switch that up, and I change that every month. Yeah. I just change that at on the first. Okay. On the first, I just change that up. Or we we deck we did we did the whole thing. Cool. It looks beautiful. Yeah. Since I changed the, um that on the first, then I don't feel. Like nice. I need to, yeah, yeah, and then I have two altars. Well, I probably have more, yeah. but <laughs> I probably have more. Like, no, I have two altars. I have my altar, my mm -hmm. which is my working altar where I have my mortar and I have my, um, I don't know what that dish is called where I burn stuff. I don't know yeah. what, what it's called, but Burning it's a dish, dish where I burn stuff. Uh -huh. Yeah, <laughs> and then, and then I have my altar with um with my statue where i you know it's like a water um divinity yeah and like i oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and then there i just you know i put her offerings and so forth and you know and that's it you know yeah so those are two my two altars the other ones are just stations i call them stations because I got the ferry station. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. And I, I like and that. I got, yeah, and I got the air station, and I got mm -hmm. the, the dragon station, and I got the other ones are just stations, you know? Yeah. But those are cutesy. And those like I mean To honor, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. The original idea was just to have one for each, um, 
one for each direction. Mm -hmm. But the um, south didn't really work out because south was supposed to be more fire. Mm -hmm. But it ended up being more northy because that it's where all the plants are because it's where I get the best light. Oh, yeah. So it ended up being it ended up being where all my plants are. So it's south, but it's really north because it has all my plants. <laughs> so south got overtaken by all my plants, and then they're like, "I'm I'm the south, but there's a ton of plants here." Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so those are just my stations, is what I call them. But altars, I only have all two. I have okay the big working one, which is that working one where I have like it's. The top is where I work on top, and then it has where I have all my materials and where I keep my my all. You know, the first one is where all the decks are, and then the second one is where all the herbs are. And it's in that buffet thing, so like all the, the energy the, is very contained, right? Yeah, that's really cool. There. It's in that big blue buffet, yeah, and that's where and the candles in on the right side near yeah. the fire station. And then in the middle is like the tarot decks and the and the herbs, and then on the left is all the wind stuff. Nice, because they had the the chimes and the smoke and all that. And then the other one's the the Yamaya station altar. Yeah. But oh, okay. So yeah, so changing the altar cloth and all that. Yeah, I don't. I just, yeah, I don't change them at all, but I, I do know everything. a lot of, yeah, I just clean it, but I do know lots of people that do have their altars and they do it with the changing of the wheel. Mm -hmm. So I'd say probably about every six weeks, okay. because if you look at the wheel of the year, it changes every six weeks. And, um, so I think they do it like every six weeks, basically. Yeah. yeah. That's what I got. I don't know. Oh, I wanted, there's one more thing I wanted to add. Mm-hmm. I wanted to add a little bit of things that we should add to our spells at the end, the, or something better. Oh yeah. And we should always add or something better at the end of our phrases. Okay. Just, um, as a general, like whenever you're manifesting or saying something, just add or something better because you don't know what the universe could give you that you haven't thought of. Yeah. But I like that. Um, or something better because we don't, we don't know what we don't know. And if the universe right. has something better in mind, it's well, open that door. Why not? Why are we going to say no to something better? Yeah. So easy to add. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Roll into astrology. If you like. I don't. I don't know. Give me a face. Is it bad? Is it good? What's your face look like? Oh, no, that's not telling me nothing. You're such a <laughs> pessimistic. Next year, <laughs> We're not doing any astrology because you're you're <laughs> taking it wrong. You keep giving me bad stuff. That's why you give me some happy astrology. Happy astrology. Mm -hmm. That's what we're gonna call it next year for season three. We're gonna call it happy astrology. Uh -huh. We only talk about the good stuff. So I'll only be allowed to say um, days that are good for business, sex, and um, eating out. You like we got two weeks coming up, but we're only talking about the third. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be starting, um, we only have what, like one episode more before we start our third season. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Damn, girl. I know. Okay. We'll have to talk about that, like how we're going to do it, if we're going to do the same format or if we're going to invite people in or what, we're going to have to talk about it. Yeah. So yeah, people tell us, do you guys want 
season three? Do you want changes? Do you want us to have invited speakers? What do you guys want to see in season three? Yeah. Do you want to see interviews? You just want to hear us ramble about stuff or. Yeah. Cause I mean, think the Brujas are going on to season three starting in January, 2024. Yeah. But for now, let's look at December 10th through the 23rd. We've got um, Mercury retrograde starting last Mercury retrograde of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, so but before we get there, Mercury does have um one day before it goes into retrograde, which is Mercury um sextiling Venus on the 11th, which is a nice, relaxed, unwind kind of day. It's like, have fun, let's kick it before we hit it, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's the 11th, which is just a nice, relaxing day. On the 12th, poof, what a day! It's an it's a it's a new moon in Sagittarius. It's Mercury retrograde starts and it is 12, 12, 12, which is like one of those for the people that like the um, numerology stuff, right? Okay. So. Wait, what's 12, 12, 12? December 12th of the month 12. Of- <laughs> oh, so just 12. Okay. All right. I yeah. got you. Yeah. Okay. So we've got. Um, okay. So. The the Mercury let's get started with first with um twelve twelve obviously is because of the numerology is just like a day that feels just like uh, of completion because it's the end of the month it's the end of the year it's the last month of the year and so forth the Mercury retrograde starts on the twelfth it's the last Mercury retrograde of the year it finishes literally on January first so it'll just take us through the end of the year. Mercury retrograde. Um, I I normally think that it gets a lot of flack for not, you know, it gets blamed for a lot more than what it does. Yeah. Um, it's you know miscommunications, tech things. Um, it's in Sagittarius, so travel, educational things, that kind of thing. Okay. Okay. And the new moon in Sagittarius, um, feeling um more feeling lighter feeling like oh more expansive feeling like oh we can go off and do things that you know like the world is a is you know open and like we can do those so many things more optimistic because Sagittarius tends to be very optimistic okay mm-hmm. um but there's also a square to Neptune so some things might be hidden that we're not seeing so we have this like heightened energy and this experience of like what what are, everything that we're going to be doing but there's like something hidden in the background that we're not seeing but in general the energy of the 12th is sort of like let's mm-hmm. get the party started and we're coming off the 11th which was a, a relaxed and unwinding kind of feeling so the 11th and 12th we're feeling cool okay yeah but there's something we don't know about sure but you don't know about <gasps> it so you can't worry about it okay <laughs> okay so you just enjoy it okay mm-hmm. 13th and 14th nothing's happening you're just still flying high on that new moon energy okay then the 15th mars trines chiron that might be snapping that might be being triggered fighting a little bit because of your triggers okay 16th okay 16th we get the the balloon starts to disinflate um the 
it's like the it's the crash, right? You've been flying high this week. You've been like, wait, the party mode. And it's the end of the week. You feel a little bit like down, a little bit gullible. So the what the sun squared Neptune does is it allows you to be um it allows you to be a little bit gullible, allows you to be disillusioned, and it allows you to like if you still haven't seen what you don't know. It allows you to be taken for a ride, right? But if you are like, oh, I know something might be happening, right? Then it allows you to be disillusioned by people trying to take you for a ride. Okay. So one of the two, either you take, you are taken advantage of, or you see people coming to take advantage of you. And you're like, oh, really? You're the one that's coming to take advantage of me. Right. So it's one of the two. Um, Follow your gut. So that you can see what is really going on. Okay. It is the end of the week. It's going to be like, you know, you can only sustain this much energy for a while. So you're going to be feeling tired, a little bit weak. Um, It does lead to a little hypochondria feeling like, oh, I'm tired. And then instead of feeling tired, you're like, I'm dying kind of thing. Okay. (laughs) Exaggeration. Okay. 18th. We had this um, already, which was the Mercury trying Jupiter. We had it on the 7th, but remember that we're in retrograde. So this is the first time that we're going back because Mercury starts going backwards. So that Mercury trying Jupiter was really good for legal business planning, so forth. So whatever you had been doing on the 7th, that was like a really good day for that, you know, putting together deals or whatever Uh so whatever you had started putting together since it's retrograde it's touching back on it it's like whoa wait what did you do what haven't you done let's you know let's look at this contract again or let's look at and then it's going back over that because it's the retrograde okay so it might be like something that you did put together or some contract or some deal and it's like "Mm, wait no it might not, it might not go through or it might get stopped or it might like, you have to go back over it. Okay. But that's not terrible. It's just like, yeah, let's look at it again. Then we get to the, to the meaty stuff. Mm. The biggest day here is definitely the 21st. It's just really busy. It's not really bad. It's just really busy. It's the 21st. We've got the sun going into Capricorn. Okay. We've got Venus in opposition to Uranus. We've got Mercury sextiling the sun. And we've got the winter solstice. Oh, yeah. 21. Okay. The 21st is busy. Okay. Okay. So let's take it step by step. Mm-hmm. Sun going into Capricorn. Our caps are, you know. There are our old souls. There are CEOs. They're concerned. They're the rulers of the 10th house. They're cynical, persistent planners. You know, we know, we know our, we know our, our caps. They're hard workers. They're our mountain goats. They're keep on walking up that hill, even though you don't see a path. Uh-huh. They just keep going all the way up to the top. Okay. We have um, our Mercury sextiling Saturn. Mercury's communication, but it is in retrograde. Saturn is all about work and discipline. So it's like catching up. It's paperwork. It's research, but it's in retrograde. So it's go back over this. What did you do wrong? Look at this paperwork again. So it's a little bit of 
drudgery. It's a little bit of, uh, right. Why do we have to go back over this? Right. Mm-hmm. Then we've got that winter solstice. It's that change. It's that, you know, rebalance. And it's that, okay, from here on, we're going to start seeing, you know, if you want to go into that myth, that's that, that, that fight between the Oak and the Holy and the Holy King. Right. Um, but it's that time. It's one more minute. Okay. It's, that's why we do the whole Yule and the, the one. Okay. The darkness. Okay. Then the Venus in opposition to Uranus. It's a little bit of change in your love life. You might, you have to be careful with your finances. You might feel like you need more stimulation. You might, um, in looking for that stimulation, you might decide to go and look for some experimentation because, you know, Uranus likes to shake things up. Okay. So you're like, okay, I'm feeling like I'm a little bored. So let me go try this. And then, but it's in opposition. It's not a conjunction. They're not working together. So whatever you're doing, it might end up messing it up. Okay. Right. So it's really, and the communication is not in your favor because it's in retrograde. So this isn't the right time to propose a throuple. <laughs> okay. Because what you think is a throuple just might mean for the other person a threesome, you know? Yes. And then it ends up being a big old mess. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Solid advice. Thank you, Sacha. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Don't you love my examples? Yes. <laughs> and that's what we got. So it's not bad. It's just a little bit of feeling highs that might be um, fake highs. Okay. Okay. It's it's not it's not that bad. It's not that bad. There you go. All right. Let's see what I got. Give me some plants. Oh man. Okay. I'm glad that doesn't sound terrible. So that's good. I'm a little nervous about what's coming next. Uh, you gotta you gotta go to your hypnotherapist to get oh, that bad okay. thinking about astrology out of your head <laughs> all right i'm gonna talk a little bit about cranberries uh mm. just kind of goes with what's going on right now um cranberries are considered feminine they uh are associated with fire and water as well as mars magically you're gonna see them associated with increased energy abundance healing and love so doing a garland for yule or like your christmas tree with cranberries is supposed to really promote like a healthy loving abundant household uh placing five to ten berries in a bowl for like your autumn or winter altar um people do that and then they say like with the berries five things that they're grateful for every day so you can like put five new berries in a bowl or you can go back to the bowl and like visit the berries and try to come up with new things that you're grateful for every day. Uh, you can enchant homemade cranberry sauce. Uh, placing a bowl of cranberries similar to lemon, garlic, onion, placing a bowl of cranberries next to or near your bed um, or under your bed is going to promote health in both your dreams and it's going to promote health in your body and it helps when you're not feeling well as well. Uh, also, I love this one, writing out a to-do list and sprinkling, sprinkling cranberry juice on it because they're so associated with um, it upping your energy. 
so making a to-do list and sprinkling some cranberry juice helps you get that energy to like keep going on with your to-do list for the day. I love that one. I like it. Yeah. A little bit That's about cranberries. Cool. I like that one. I'm going to try that. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, that's quick and easy. It makes perfect sense. All right. Nice. And then for our question today, how do you stop people from spreading rumors about you? La boca. Yep. That's always. I do a, I do a pepper and then I use black um, thread and I do X's on the pepper. Yeah. You could do, um, I've done a couple things. I've sewn them, like made a face on a lemon and sewn the mouth shut. That's fun just because it's fun to do that. Um, but you can put them in a freezer too, but always there's, I mean, we've got all this stuff at the Botanica. I'll grab like, um, Cayete Boca candle and then just carve the name of the person that I need to stop talking into the top of the candle and then just run that down. There's candles that actually have the lip shape. Oh yeah. You're yeah, you're right. That would be great too. The, yeah, that's good. Yeah, but I I like the the pepper one. So the come I just grab a, a pepper and then I cut it open and take out the the little white part the the seed parts yeah. inside, and then I stuff inside um like their name and then whatever I want like you know that's name. good yeah their name and then any other like pepper flakes or pe um anything negative or if i have a picture if i wanted if i wanted to up it or whatever mm -hmm. um a letter like whatever's happening i might put it in there and then i put just put and fold it away from me obviously and then vinegar whatever i anything i want and i put it in there stuff it in there and then i um where i sliced it open which i slice away from me of course um and and usually when I slice with the knife, I slice it with um I doused it in in pepper as well, yes, in cayenne pepper. Mm -hmm. Um, then um so when I'm slicing, it's already in pepper as well, or lemon could be lemon as well. Then um where I've sliced open, I close it with thread, mm -hmm. and then I thread it in black um like in X's. Yep. And I I so terrible, so it looks really ugly, but it makes it really, you know. It's supposed it should look ugly. It should look ugly yeah. and scary. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, mm, I thought I woke up. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. It's, it gets the message across. It definitely does. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Quick and easy. <laughs> I will Quick talk to you again soon. I don't know if it's so easy, but it's oh. you know. Yeah. What do you use any specific kind of pepper? Do you use fresh or dried? Um, the one that I'm sewing is fresh. Okay. Yeah. And then de depending on um, the intensity, I don't cook or anything. So I just tell Luis to go get me a pepper. And then depending on how mad I am, tell him if I want it spicy or not. Yes. Mm -hmm. Love that. And I trust him to buy the right one because I don't know. He's it, good in the store. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> he buys the right ones. Yeah. He knows. He knows. I, he knows when. When he's buying stuff for like he knows i'm not cooking so i just tell him i need 10 lemons i need a, a pepper i need yeah. a spicy pepper right <laughs> and he's just like okay i'll be right back yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah he goes and he buys stuff and he's like this is the right though and i'm like yep perfect <laughs> yep excellent sorry okay gracias dion thank you i'll talk to you again soon i'll talk to you again soon that will be 
our last one for season two. Oh my goodness, so exciting. Dun, 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 dun. So yeah, people, send us if you guys want to see any changes for season three. So we can yeah. ponder. We're not saying we're going to do it, but we're going to ponder on it. And I'll have think an about exec- it forever. <laughs> she, she'll think about it forever. I'll ponder it on it for 30 seconds. That's I'll correct. ponder on it for 30 seconds and say, yeah, no. <laughs> or yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. 30 if you're lucky. But uh, I'll, I'll ponder it on for 30 seconds and do a yes or no. And Dion will think about it forever. The rest of my but, life. Yeah. <laughs> but we will make a decision on it. Yes. Um, that sounds cool. Yeah, definitely. Let us know. Write in with anything. We love to hear from you guys. Yes. And then we'll have one more episode in season two. And then we'll hit season three. Yes. Yeah. I think the things we're looking at, at least we're looking at, if we should bring in a guest. Yeah. Any ideas you guys have? And if we should include anything about media, like recommended media or anything like that. Those yeah. are the only things that I've thought of. Cool. That sounds good to me. Check it. Bye. Right. Adios. Adios. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another episode the week after next. But in the meantime, you can email us at thebrewhousebroadcast at gmail.com. For me, Dion, you can find my artwork at lasprimasmaritas.com. Or for booking healing work, I'm at unusualhealing.com or SD Lunacy on Instagram. Great. And for me, Sasha, you can find me on Facebook with Brujeria 101. And you can all find me on Instagram as Brujeria 101S. Because <laughs> somebody had the 101. And I also have Brujeria101.com. And there we'll have like um, response buttons that you can push to Amazing. book like palm readings or nail charts and stuff like that. Great. Yeah. Thank you so much. 